From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, President Yoon Sung-yeol will make a state visit to Washington next month with extended U.S. deterrence and cooperation in economic security on the agenda. The trade minister is set to hold talks on the U.S. Chips Act amid growing concerns over its impact on South Korean chipmakers. And Lee Kang-chol, the manager of South Korea's team for the 2023 World Baseball Classic, vows to lead the squad to the semifinals in Miami, Florida. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. President Yoon Sung-yeol is set to make a state visit to the United States in late April, the first such visit by a South Korean president in 12 years. In celebration of the 70th anniversary of the South Korea-U.S. alliance, the leaders from the two countries will discuss a range of issues from extended U.S. deterrence and cooperation in economic security to cutting-edge technology and people-to-people exchanges. Reports. The White House announced on Tuesday that President Yoon Seok-yeol, accompanied by First Lady Kim Geun-hee, will make a state visit to the United States on April 26th. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said the visit, which will include a state dinner, celebrates the 70th anniversary of the South Korea-U.S. alliance, and that Yoon and U.S. President Joe Biden will highlight the importance and strength of the alliance and unwavering U.S. commitment to its ally. South Korea's presidential office for its part confirmed that the state visit in late April, the third meeting between Yoon and Biden, will include summit talks and a state dinner. Kim Moon-hae, the senior presidential secretary for public relations, said the two leaders will seek to enhance cooperation on their combined defense posture, extended deterrence, cutting-edge technology, economic security, culture, and people-to-people exchanges. The top office is also reportedly in talks on a possible address by President Yoon to the U.S. Congress during his trip. National Security Advisor Kim Sung-han, who was in Washington to fine-tune details of the visit, told South Korean correspondents that the Allies will actively seek ways to further reinforce their nuclear deterrence execution against North Korea's evolving threats. The chief security aide said other key agenda items will include economic security cooperation centered around the establishment of stable supply chains, as well as mitigating uncertainties faced by South Korean businesses in the U.S. market due to Washington's industrial policies, such as the Inflation Reduction Act. Pigeon KBS World Radio News. Trade Minister Andokun departed for the United States on Wednesday for talks on the U.S. Chips Act amid growing concerns over its impact on South Korean chipmakers. Prior to departing from Incheon International Airport, An told reporters that he plans to seek ways to mitigate concerns that the state subsidy portion of the act does not comply with global standards and may result in an obstruction to stable supply chains. During his three-day trip, Ahn will meet with senior officials of the Biden administration to address uncertainties that South Korean firms are facing due to the subsidy requirements, as well as a possible infringement on their management and technological rights. The Chips and Science Act, which took effect last August, calls for subsidies of $52.7 billion and 25% in tax incentives for foreign semiconductor manufacturers that set up factories in the U.S. However, companies receiving subsidies are required to share excess profits with the federal government, as well as submit data on their cash flows and profitability, which sparked concerns over the potential for information leaks on key technologies and management. South Korea's top intelligence agency believes North Korea could carry out a nuclear drill and launch a spy satellite and a solid-fuel intercontinental ballistic missile in the near future. In a briefing to a parliamentary committee on Tuesday, 
the National Intelligence Service said a large-scale exercise combining conventional and nuclear assets and an ICBM launch may take place in March or April when South Korea and the U.S. are scheduled to hold a joint springtime military exercise and a summit is expected. According to Democratic Party lawmaker Yoon Gun-yong, the NIS said the North's leader, Kim Jong-un, may also order the launch of a recon satellite in April. The agency also did not rule out a possible test firing of an ICBM with a shorter range but at a normal angle. According to People Power Party lawmaker Yoo Sang-bum, the NIS is also confident, based on shared intel, that Kim's eldest is a son while the gender of his third child is still unconfirmed. Regarding the second child, Jue, who has been under intense media spotlight in recent days, the intel agency said she is believed to be homeschooled and enjoys horse riding, swimming, and skiing. A third emergency relief team is expected to be dispatched to quake-ravaged Turkey soon to assist with the establishment of a temporary residential complex for displaced victims. At a session of a joint government-civilian overseas relief council on Wednesday, Foreign Minister Pak Jin expressed hope that the new team's mission to provide a sustainable base will give the displaced the courage to carry on with their daily lives. The third South Korean team will take on a new objective after the two previous relief teams participated in the search for survivors and deliveries of relief items, respectively. At least three people died and 17 were injured after a one-ton truck ran over pedestrians in a parking lot in Suncheon County, North Jola Province, at around 10.30 a.m. on Wednesday. According to the province's fire service and the county's health and medical center, three people died, five were seriously injured, and 12 suffered light injuries. The three who died were a woman in her 80s and two men in their 70s. The incident occurred in the parking lot of a chapter of the National Agricultural Cooperative Federation, or Nonghyup, where voting was underway to elect chapter heads for Nonghyup as well as the fisheries and forestry cooperatives. The truck's driver, a man in his 70s, told authorities that he accidentally stepped on the accelerator instead of the brake in front of the voting booth after loading fertilizer from the chapter storehouse. Fire service officials said the death toll could rise given that most of the injured are seniors. New data finds that the average income of working women was only 65% of earnings by men last year. According to a report released on Wednesday by the Labor Research Institute within the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, working women earned a monthly average of 2.2 million won, or around 1,664 U.S. dollars in 2022, 64.9% of the average for men. More than 29% of all female workers were low-paid, earning less than 1.66 million won per month. Of women in their 70s or older, 94% were in this low-wage bracket, while the designation applied to 81% of wage-earning teens. The report said that employment instability among women is higher given that the percentage of women who are non-regular workers or work only part-time is much higher than that of men. The manager of South Korea's team for the 2023 World Baseball Classic, Lee Kang-chol, has vowed to lead the squad to the semifinals in Miami, Florida. E made the remark in a press conference on Wednesday, a day ahead of Team Korea's game against Australia in the Pool B opener in Tokyo, praising the players' preparations and adding that the die has been cast and the goal is to make it to Miami. The manager said he is not placing too much importance on South Korea's eight consecutive victories over Australia, considering that Team Korea has not fared well in international competitions in the past two years, but vowed to do his best to get a good result for the fans. 
Jurgen Klinsmann, the new head coach of the South Korean men's national football team, arrived in the country on Wednesday. Upon arriving at Incheon International Airport, Klinsmann said he was very proud and honored to have been given the chance to manage the South Korean national team and will prepare to continue the success of the 2022 Qatar World Cup. The German football legend stated that his goal is for the national team to win the Asian Cup next year, citing past victories against Portugal at the Qatar World Cup and Germany at the 2018 Russia World Cup as proof of the team's strength. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index fell 31.44 points, or 1.28% on Wednesday, to close the day at 2,431.91. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also fell, losing 1.81 points, or 0.22%, to close at 813.95. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's New Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.